You're listening to MESS, a motivational and educational series for success, where Rhonda and Jules find articles online pertaining to dental assisting or the industry. This way, you get to learn while you listen. Okay, guys, it's time for you to figure out this ordering thing. Either your dentist has not delegated that to you or you already have the task and it's overwhelming. Check out Zen Supplies. They are the next generation of ordering dental supplies in an online platform. It literally is almost like having an Amazon account for your dental office. They are helping DAs save their dentist money and get their time back. All the time that you spend looking up products, trying to figure out how much stuff you have, how your budget is going to be allocated, literally it's all in one place. So if your dentist is getting ready to delegate to you and say, you know what, I want you to take this ball and help us with our ordering so that we can get our costs down, make sure that we have the proper supplies and we're not over ordering or under ordering, but just being held accountable and, and giving you the, this master tool that's truly gonna help get you rockstar status. So go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. On today's Monday Mess, the ADA answers questions on COVID-19 in press conference for dental media. Article from Dentistry IQ, author Pamela Margliano Munez, DMD, written May 15, 2020. On Friday, the American Dental Association executive team addressed COVID-19 issues with members of the dental media, including expectations for new CDC guidelines. Dr. Pamela Margliano Munez presents a summary of the event and her takeaways. These are, without a doubt, unprecedented times for our generation of dental professionals. In response to these circumstances, Lou Schumann, DMD, CAGS, President and CEO of Celerant Consulting Group, orchestrated a meeting on Friday between the leadership of the ADA and the members of the dental media. In a 90-minute video conference, Dr. Schumann moderated a discussion that was intended to provide clarity and insight into the current situation. I was honored to attend the meeting. In this article, I'll review the press conference and highlight key details that have not fully made their way to the general dental community. Opening Statements To open the meeting, Dr. Schumann accurately described the magnitude of the situation. We currently face one of the most serious challenges in our lifetime, he said. It is impacting our health, our lives, and the lives of our family and friends our way of life, our economy, and our own finances, and our profession. How do we define safe and how do we get clarity when there is so much noise? The president of the ADA, Chad Gahani, DDS, spoke first. He gave an overview of the pandemic timeline and discussed actions the ADA had taken. The ADA, Dr. Gahani said, had met the scientists, epidemiologists, and experts in every field. Now, after doing so, the association made the difficult decision to recommend that dentists refrain from elective procedures. The decision was made in order to conserve PPE, reduce the number of patients going into emergency rooms, and mitigate the spread of SARS-CoV-2 and the virus responsible for COVID-19. 
The ADA's recommendation to postpone all but urgent emergency procedures ended on April 30, 2020, and was not renewed. As of today, the ADA advises that dentists follow state and local mandates. Not all states are open yet, but in those states that have and are in the process of reopening, the ADA's Return to Work Interim Guidance Toolkit is a science-based resource for dentists. Dr. Gahani said that the ADA will continue their advocacy efforts and update their resources and recommendations as new information comes to light. Now, he further stated that the Return to Work Interim Guidance Toolkit has had over 100,000 downloads, and that is a comprehensive yet evolving tool to aid dental practices that are preparing to resume elective patient care. Takeaways from the Q&A session. Now, the floor was then open for questions. The following topics were covered. Liability, the dentist-dental hygienist relationship, support for dentist, public perception, the ADA's response, testing, and PPE. The ADA gave us their perspective on each issue. Some responses to the questions were predictable, but some interesting and new information was offered. Here are some key takeaways. CDC Guidance. The CDC is updating their guidance for dental settings. This information may be available as early as the week of May 18, 2020. PPE Shortage. The reason it's so difficult for us to secure PPE is that hospitals, long-term care facilities, and first responders are given priority by the federal government to obtain the PPE. The ADA acknowledged our frustrations with obtaining PPE and stated that there is a significant increase in production in the works. By July 2020, there should be enough N95 masks for dental practices. In the meantime, disinfecting N95 masks with a 1.0 to 1.5% hydrogen peroxide will extend the lifespan of a mask by three times. Point of care testing. The ADA is lobbying for dentists to be able to prescribe and perform point-of-care testing for COVID-19. Before a formal recommendation will be made, there must be enough science and it must be practical for dentists to offer these tests in their offices. Now, additionally, the use of gray market testing was cautioned. There are currently only 11 tests that have emergency use authorization from the FDA. Difficult choices. The ADA expressed concern for all dentists and members of the dental team during this unprecedented time. Members of the ADA leadership said the recommendation to cease elective dental care was made after careful deliberation. Now, moreover, the dentists who have been financially impacted the most are new graduates and non-owner dentists. As practices reopen, the ADA urges practice owners to adhere to the CDC guidelines and state and local mandates. The economy recovery of dental practices will continue to be monitored and projections will be updated. States that have reopened will be continually monitored for the resurgence of COVID-19 and affect future recommendations. Communication. To address public concern regarding the safety of dental procedures, the ADA has been a part of 2,300 news stories, been active on social media, and has provided an online resource for patients. According to the ADA, it appears that, generally speaking, the public doesn't feel unsafe in returning to dental practices. The top reason that people will be avoiding the dentist is economic circumstances. 
Lobbying. The ADA will continue their advocacy for dentists to obtain economic support and will continually monitor the impact of COVID-19 on dental practices. Where we go from here. I would like to acknowledge Dr. Gahani and the ADA executive team for listening and responding to the concerns of the dental community. It is my hope that this is the beginning of open and candid communications between the ADA and the dental media. I would also like to acknowledge Dr. Lou Schumann and his concern for the dental community. It is heartwarming and inspiring. While it may never be scientifically proven that the prolonged closure of dental practices resulted in the mitigation of the spread of COVID-19 in our respective communities, I agree with Dr. Gahani, and we will get through this. Thanks for tuning in to Monday Mess. All links to the articles read will be found in the show notes.